saying a melon. Mm-hmm. Nice. Honey love, love, I love a melon moment. Okay. What's your favorite melon? I don't like cucumber. I don't like cantaloupe. Like I'll eat them. I mean, I'm so sorry. <laughs> why, does, why did that leave my mouth? <laughs> um, I don't like cantaloupe and I don't like honeydew. Like I don't oh. hate them, but they would be like my last choice. So, okay. Well, anyway, welcome back to the podcast. It has been a minute, but we are back and better than ever. Sometimes we're just busy as heck. We can't always get it out, but here we are. We're always, we'll always be back. So it's been a while. So what's up, Nicole? Well, since we last recorded, which was like three weeks ago, maybe more, I went to Atlanta, which I'd never been to Atlanta. I went there for work and it was super fun. I have never traveled for work before either. So it was just a great time to know that everything I was doing was going to be reimbursed. And we just stayed at like this really nice hotel and went out to dinner and got drinks and all this stuff. And it was all in the company. So that's where all my overtime, that's where all my overtime is getting paid out. (laughs) Um, But no, it was, it was really cool. Fun to go out there and weather was perfect. Yeah. Last weekend I went to Austin with my sisters for a fun trip, just for a little long weekend that we'd been planning. And it was so fun. I'm obsessed with Austin. I've been there before once. I have a friend that lives out there, like one of my best friends from middle school. And she listens all the time. Shout out to her, Amy. We love her. So actually really cute. It was so cute. What was like cute about it? Was the restaurants or what? It was like all the design. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I love Austin. Like it's, I've been, I went there before to visit Amy and it was fun, but like, we were just kind of like broke college students and like, we were just going out. Like we were just kind of every night we just went to the bars and stuff. And it was so fun. We didn't really go to like a lot of restaurants or like nicer places. Cause we were just like trying to have fun and it was spring break. And like, we were just chilling. But this time when we went, we were like, obviously going for a sister trip and we're all like adults who are <laughs> employed. So we got to like do some more cool stuff, like go to restaurants and go to cute bars and like cute coffee shops and stuff. I mean, we still like didn't spend a ton of money, but we just everywhere there was like designed so cute and just like so up to date and so thoughtful. And not that Denver isn't like that. Like there's a lot of cute places in Denver too. Like really so many cute like food halls and stuff like that. That's one thing I love about Denver. I mean, I know that they have that stuff elsewhere, but like just every place in Austin was just so cute. And we stayed downtown. And just as a side note, when we got in, we were going to Uber everywhere. We were going to like, originally we were going to rent a car. We decided that that was, yeah, we were like, that's just going to be so expensive. First of all, our like we were going to have an Airbnb and rent a car because the Airbnb was going to be outside of town outside of the city, but our Airbnb hosts canceled because of some, I don't know, some reason they had to cancel our stay. So then we had to book a hotel downtown, which ended up being perfect. So then we canceled our rental car. We're like, it's going to be cheaper to just Uber. Then my friend, Amy, who lives there told us about this rideshare app that they have there. That's like just in Austin and Nashville. I think she said, and it's only electric cars but it's, so it's cheaper if you're like in the city, we found that if you're outside of the city, it was a little bit more expensive because in Austin, they only had like so many cars, like I think less than 10, all Teslas. So every single ride what? we got, every single like ride share that we got, like I keep wanting to say Uber, but every one of these rides we got was a Tesla and it was so cool. I've never ridden and a it Tesla. it was cheaper than Uber? It was cheaper. Yeah. Sometimes the rides were like seven, eight bucks and an Uber is like 25 it was just so cool. I rode in Tesla's like most of, wow. the, most of the rides. I hope that, that happens in Denver. Yeah, I know. I'm like, bring that here. People would freaking love that. But because we didn't rent a car, we were going to Uber from the airport. And Amy was like, no, I'll just pick you guys up. Like, I'll take you guys to your hotel. No big deal. So she picked us up. And when we were, when we got to the hotel, we were getting all of our stuff out of the trunk. And this is just a shout out to her because she's literally the best. We like, she pulls out this bag from this grocery store called H-E-B, which is like my favorite grocery store. It's only, I don't know where else it exists, but it exists in Austin. And she was like, these are just some things for you guys, like snacks and stuff. I'm sorry. There was two bottles of wine in there. 
all these like gluten-free snacks, go macro bars. She gave us these like little eye mask things. She's like, this is just like, if you guys get hungry, it was like a full care package. <laughs> and she's like, welcome to Austin. <laughs> I was like best Uber driver ever. And it was literally so nice. She just deserves a shout out for that. But it's a good friend experience. It was great. Yeah, it was a good time. So thanks to her. Our trip started out on a great foot and we had so much fun. And it was also such nice weather there right now because it's like not hot. Everyone there thought it was cold. It was like 80 degrees. They're like, it's been really chilly. I was like, (laughs) really? We went to the river one day to like go. There's this part of the river that they have closed off and it's like a municipal pool, but it's just part of the river. And we were getting an Uber there one day and the guy was like, where are you going? We're like, oh, we're going to Barton Springs to swim. And he was like, you guys are swimming he was like, it's cold. Like, I would be careful. It's like really cold. And I was like, it was like 77 degrees. <laughs> and I was like, he's like, are you guys from here? And we were like, no, we're literally from Colorado. Like, <laughs> We go swimming year round, baby. Like, it's, and it's cold. I was like, we're going to be just fine. Like, it's basically still summer here. Everything was like so green. They were like, there's a cold front coming in. I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> He's like, there's a cold front coming in. It's going to be 75. Right. I know. I was like, well, it's 30 degrees in Colorado. So I don't know what to tell y'all about a cold front. But anyway, it was really fun. Oh, I did have some recommendations. When we were in Austin, we like would do so much every day. And we kept being like, oh, we're going to go out this night and like go out and like drink and go to different bars and stuff. We get to the end of the day after dinner and we'd be like, we are so exhausted. We just want to lay in bed and watch a movie. We did that two separate nights. And so we watched these two movies, though, that were so good. They were on Netflix. The first one, we watched this movie called The Edge of 17, kind of like coming of age. I mean, like it sounds coming of age movie. It's like cute. I mean, it wasn't like, oh, this like amazing film, like, but it has Haley Steinfeld and also the other main girl's name is Haley Lou Richardson and then Woody Harrelson. It's like the teacher and it's just like cute. It's like a cute movie about this, the, this girl who's just kind of like 17 and trying to like figure out life. And then just one second. Hi. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Anyway, that was just my mom bringing me dinner because I live at home and I'm a child. Um, so it was just a cute movie. Like she's just 17 trying to navigate like relationships and school. And she has this older brother who's like, just they're they have a have of these like family issues and stuff so anyway it's it was super cute love that movie De- definitely recommend it for just like kind of a feel good but like it's pretty realistic and then the next one we watched which i was like obsessed with had never heard of it which is crazy it's called someone great it's from 2019 which is kind of a while ago but the main girl in it is is gina rodriguez and she's the main girl in jane the virgin that that show Jane the Virgin I think it's on Netflix or Hulu mm-hmm. or something um which I've never seen but I've heard it's good and I absolutely loved her and then that it's like her and then her two best friends um Dewanda Wise and Brittany Snow who we love and they were all fantastic and basically it's like these three girls they're all like in their late 20s I think they're all like 29 like going on 30 they live in New York City they're like best friends from college or something and the main girl is going through a breakup And basically the whole thing is like set in one day where the night before she goes through a breakup. And then the next day is like kind of her dealing with it. They're trying to like have this one last night out because she's moving. And that was kind of part of why she, what they broke up and like, they've been together for nine years. And I just loved how like realistic it was to a breakup with like a long-term relationship where it wasn't like so toxic. Someone didn't cheat. Like it wasn't this crazy thing. It was just like, it wasn't going to work basically. And you just like really felt the pain of that because you still love each other. You don't hate each other at all. Like maybe you have issues, but like whatever. And they kind of showed these flashbacks to the, to the relationship and about like just little moments between them, which also felt so real. Like a lot of it was just so realistic and it just like, hurt your heart but it's just so good I I would definitely recommend it my sister was like we should watch this it's so good and I was like I've literally never heard of that we'll put it on our story because I was like obsessed with it it was maybe it was just like some sort of 
thing that I like related to, but the acting was so good. It was like the perfect mix of like funny and emotional and like real, like just real and raw. I don't know. It was really good. So that's my second recommendation. My third one, I'm so sorry. I need to stop talking. My third one is stop watching things. I know I need to stop consuming content. I usually don't have like these like solid wrecks. I'm like, watch Gilmore Girls from 2001. Like, I'm just like, or like eat vegetables. Right. I'm like, guys, hot take. I'm working on the mornings. Like, yeah, everyone and their mom. So, okay. My third wreck is um, the What We Said podcast, which we love. These are just some of the best girls out there. And it's not just the podcast I'm recommending, but they just had their spooky <laughs> like episode. these specific content recommendations in this in this broad one podcast. Broad podcast. No, they're like the same age as us. They kind of talk about similar topics, but they just did their spooky stories episode, and they actually released two episodes this year because it's so highly demanded. It's just like they have people write in like scary stories. Definitely recommend. It's just so good. I, I mean, if you like scary stories, they're not like this year wasn't that scary. I think we talked about this before, but last year was like horrifying. There was like some really spooky ones last year, in my opinion, that were like just really like paranormal. And this year was kind of a mix, but it was good. But also the episode that they released today, which is Tuesday, the November, oh wait, yesterday, sorry. November 2nd episode was just about like how to it fall was in love of, with yourself. Yeah. It's called how to fall in love with yourself. The girls who host this podcast, by the way, are JC Marie Smith and Chelsea Curtis. We're just like this podcast. We're not even going to say their names. Did you listen to that one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I just felt like they had a lot of like really good little like bits and pieces about like not caring what people think, doing what you want to do just like for yourself. And then also understanding that like the way that people treat you or the things they say about you or whatever. It's just like, it's all about them. And this is stuff that we've talked about before too, you know, and it's, it's stuff that, you know, but it's like, we always say that sometimes you hear this stuff so often and you're like, yeah, I get it. I get it. But then like, sometimes it just really hits different one time when you hear it. So sometimes we'll say like, oh, well, that topic has been talked about a lot, or it's really popular right now. And it's like, yeah, but maybe someone will hear this and maybe it's the way we talk about it, or maybe it's that they're our friend. And so they hear it a little differently or something. So I think it's just, even though sometimes those topics can seem like quote unquote played out, loving yourself. It's like this episode was just really good. So if anyone's looking for just like a little mood booster or to just feel a little bit better or just like, just, just stop caring so much, you know, about everyone else's perception of you. It's a good one. So those are all my recs. I'm going to hand it over to Jackie to talk about her (laughs) recs because I've been speaking for the last 20 minutes. Yeah, I'm, I just listened to that one today, actually. Uh, it was a good episode. Okay, so one thing that I've been listening to, like, for three weeks straight, every single day, is Claro's newest album, which is not that new. I think it came out in, like, July, but for some reason, I didn't notice it until last month. And I didn't even know that she had a new album, so this is new to me, Do you me like too. Claro? Yeah. I feel like you will love this album. It's, like, it's honestly, like, much more slow than her other stuff it's very different but it is so good it's like probably my favorite album of the year oh okay I will definitely listen to that so and I think it's just like has really big like fall vibes and like changing season vibes so it kind of like goes along with this episode as well it's called sling and then like also kind of with the fall vibe I watched this show called Over the Garden Wall. And it's like a Cartoon Network show from a while ago. Like it's probably like seven or so years old. Uh, yeah, we only have new Rex here, brand new fresh Rex. And it's so Hot cute. Only. <laughs> it's like the most like feel good cartoon. Obviously. Is it like an adult cartoon or? No, it's like, it's like, I think it's like for kids, but like any person yeah. can watch it. Any, It's just like kind of Halloween themed, mm-hmm. but like. It's so cute. Oh, God. Too <laughs> uh, many spooky things. <laughs> Nicole just got spooked out of her mind because her mom was, what was your mom doing? Delivering Brussels sprouts? Brussels sprouts are spooky as fuck. Uh, so I've been getting this vegetable box from a company called Farm to Fork, Colorado. It's a local Colorado company that's based out of Colorado Springs. I feel like maybe I've talked about it before on the podcast, but 
I just want to give them a shout out because it is so nice that I come home some days and there's just like a bunch of vegetables sitting on my shelf because or not on my shelf. It's like <laughs> these pound fork people just like come into my house and open up my fridge and put them all away. No, just sitting on my porch because I feel like when I go grocery shopping, the first thing I run out of is snacks. But the second thing I run out of is fruits and vegetables. And what I won't go to the store after I run out of snacks, but I will go after I run out of fruits and vegetables because it's like I just feel bad if I don't eat any for like two days. So it's just really it like takes a lot of stress off of you to just have like a vegetable box come to your door. Yeah, it's not even that it's not really like expensive at all. And um, you can like modify it and shit. So and then my last recommendation, uh, fresh new recommendation is soup. It's soup, soup season. So <laughs> it's finally soup season. And you know what? I've had soup in the summer before and it doesn't hit at all. You're just like, like why is someone, why do I have a savory tea? <laughs> it's just, what is, what is um in the good place? And Eleanor's talking about the clam chowder fountain and she's like, it's just hot ocean milk with dead animal croutons. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a hundred percent it. It's like ice cream doesn't hit the same way in the winter, you know? Yeah, totally. Okay. If you're going to recommend soup, what are your top three favorite soups? That's a great question. Okay. So I don't know what it is, but I love mushroom soup. It's like so savory and delicious and like truly filling because it's kind of thicker. Is that your number three? Yeah. yeah, Mushroom is my favorite three. Serious. It's my my third one. And then I would say pho and then ramen. (laughs) Why did you say it like that? It was so fast. <laughs> That's how you're supposed to say it. It's like you don't, say, you don't say it pho. I don't say pho. It's just pho. But this is you. Because I have to let you in on a secret. Nicole say, says pho. Oh my God. And don't she says, slander and me she like says, that. Ramon. <laughs> I was like, what is she even talking about? Dude, okay. So you say pho, ramen, mushroom soup. Yeah. What about you? What's your favorite three? So just as a side note, I can never have ramen because they don't have gluten-free noodles noodles. there, which would be so easy. Rice noodles are like in the same realm of food. Like why aren't you carrying rice noodles? Okay. Anyway, it's fine. Okay. Top three soups. I I should have been thinking about this. My number one favorite soup is potato soup with like, potatoes and carrots and celery and then you put on like all the big potato toppings like bacon and green onions and cheese so good my mom used to make it all the time it was best um after that definitely pho that's like i will eat pho year round because it's kind of like a lighter it's not like creamy it's like a lighter soup so good also hot take to hangover cure pho really Mm -hmm. does wonders for me when i'm hungover yeah me too. I think it's then, just like a lot of like sodium. Yeah, probably. <laughs> you got to get those electrolytes back in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> third, I would say, this is hard, but I'm going to say broccoli cheddar. That's like mm-hmm. such a good soup. I don't have it that often. A lot of like times there's flour in it. You know what I just thought of? The electrolytes would be such a good band name. Okay. I could see it. I could see it. <laughs> the electrolytes. Do you want to start a band? The Pedialytes. <laughs> the Pedialytes is just a that's bunch of kids. Like, that's like the Wiggles. It's giving Wiggles. <laughs> it's giving Wiggles vibes. Wait, I have one more honorary oh. mention for soup. I'm so okay. sorry to keep on yeah. this train. But my last honorary mention, it's not in the top three, tomato soup only with a grilled cheese, though. Oh, okay. like we're not, I'm not out here like raw dogging tomato soup by itself. <laughs> that's just like <laughs> sociopathic vibes. <Man. laughs> don't be out here just like eating tomato soup like that's honestly disgusting you might as well just like put vodka in and have a bloody mary at this point (laughs) ew a hot bloody mary honestly i would try it it's like a hot toddy (laughs) it's nothing like a hot toddy okay my favorite soup hot bloody (laughs) (laughs) 
it just took the cake <laughs> okay <laughs> i'm done oh my god my favorite my favorite soup <laughs> melted ice cream <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's bad okay yeah those are my recommendations um yeah do you have any life updates <laughs> my life, my i just glossed <laughs> my only life update <laughs> that's on the document is just i'm sad <laughs> s-a-d <laughs> i'm so sorry i'm in a weird mood okay <laughs> yeah, me too yeah so i guess that's a good uh it's a good what's that thing called segue segue <laughs> I can't believe I forgot that word. That's a good segue <laughs> into what we're talking about today, which is sad. Um, yes. Not just the feeling, but the seasonal affective disorder, <laughs> which I think, like, who named that? Come on, man. Like, Literally. Like, if you want to. Like, LOL, here, listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> they're like in the science lab and they're like, I came up for, with a name for this and you're going to die. <laughs> It, like if they wanted it to be taken seriously, they wouldn't have named it that. Like right, we were like, oh, we could just call it seasonal depression, but like, it has to be talked about. Seasonal affective disorder, sad. Yeah, <laughs> you really got to be like that. <laughs> yeah, the thing is though that like you can't be like to people like I have sad because people are gonna be like, <laughs> use yours. I don't know what you're saying. So yeah, that has to be mentioned. Um, and this is <laughs> we brought up. We decided that this would be a great time to talk about this because I am struggling with it really hard. And we never really did a depression episode for me because we tried and it was just super depressing. depressing. (laughs) We thought that kind of approaching the topic this way might might be good because I feel like a lot of people, even if they don't experience a full on depression in this season, might struggle with just changing moods and feeling a little bit more fatigued, more down, feeling the impulse to hibernate and withdraw socially. I think that's just like kind of a natural, a natural effect of winter coming. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. But if it's like impacting your life, then maybe we can just give you some tips on how to not avoid it, but mitigate it when you do feel it coming on. Yeah, just like cope with it mm-hmm. because it's super normal. A lot of people deal with this, even if they don't deal with depression or even mental illness at all. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people are just like, I do not feel right. Also, another reason I want to talk about it is because the time change is happening this weekend. Oh, yeah, that's don't what I was about that. When this releases, Jackie's like, what was the main thing? No, when this releases on Friday, the following Sunday will be like this coming Sunday will mm-hmm. be the time change. So, A. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't forget to set your clocks. Daylight savings, one of the yeah, worst daylight savings, is dumbest thing ever. Um, <laughs> every year, I feel like everyone is like daylight savings is the dumbest thing ever, and every year we still do it. I know. I guess the night. I guess like it does make sense for like kids having to go to school in the morning. It is nice because right now when I get up in the morning, it's dark for hours while I'm up because I get up because I have to commute. <laughs> A, I'm it's like I wake up at 10 p.m. Yeah. No, like honestly though, I get up at five <laughs> so that I can like what do all the things the I want to do. Because I am Yeah, girl, 5 a.m. <laughs> I get up at 5 p.m. and just stay up. I just don't sleep. Um I, I get up at understand. five because I have to do all this stuff and I have an hour commute to work. So it's like this whole morning routine that I have. So I get up and I feed the dogs. And it's just dark and it's dark from like five to like seven 30. It's literally for hours. And I'll be like, just eating in the middle of the night. They're eating in the dark. I have to like put their food out in the dark. I don't feed them even till six. So it's like a whole, but anyway, it sucks getting up and it's so dark. So the nice part is that it will get light earlier, but the days still get shorter regardless. You know what? I couldn't follow the math, but we're going to keep pushing through. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty, uh, (laughs) hopefully people get it <laughs> it says my internet connection is unstable <sighs> it's not it's connected and secured <laughs> it's you're like my internet connection is unstable i am i 
And so am I. (laughs) That is very true. Yeah, I feel like it's hard for me to even think about daylight savings because I'm already really feeling the effects of the shorter days, which can be one of the main causes of seasonal depression. So we're going to talk a little bit about what it is and what are the symptoms of it. I just want to say up front that it is not a separate affliction from depression. It is a type of depression. So a lot of the symptoms are the same as just a regular depression, but some of them are more related to seasonal changes. Just like with any other depression, it is classified as something where you will see significant changes in your moods and behaviors, but specifically when the seasons change for seasonal affective disorder. Usually it begins at the end of the fall season, so around right now, and it can continue into early spring, so probably like March-ish, maybe April. There are cases of summer, what is it called? Summer pattern seasonal affective disorder, but those are more rare. Yeah. I feel like I've definitely experienced it in the summer. Um, (laughs) You're like, I hate the heat so much. Because it's so hot and I like, it really triggers my anxiety. Yeah. So I can, yeah, I'll talk about that a little bit more in my Mm -hmm. section or when I talk about my experience with it. Yeah. I think like our, the whole point of this episode is to talk about how those seasonal changes can actually affect your mood, not even just, just in a depressive manner, but you know, anxiety or just like overall feeling different about yourself. And I think it's hard because that happens with every season change for some people who are like very affected by change, whether you think it's like good or not. I think if you're just affected by it and you kind of notice Mm -hmm. it a lot, it'll, it'll kind of affect how you're living. And it honestly should. I mean, I think that's like humans are meant to be affected by it. Yeah. I feel like I always feel some type of way when the seasons are changing. Um, Yeah. Some of the causes of this are typically the shorter hours of daylight in the winter. Once A, the days get shorter, B, daylight savings kicks in and makes it so that it gets dark so much earlier in the day. Everyone kind of feels that shift. It might Mm -hmm. not affect some people as much, but literally there will come a point where like I will go to work and it'll like just be getting light out. And then, or I'll I'll be leaving for work, I guess. And it'll just be getting light out. And then I'll leave work and it's dark. And that's just tough. And you're inside all day, especially for someone who works indoors, which is a lot of people, especially in Colorado, like Mm -hmm. there's not a lot of outdoor jobs in the winter. And so if you're just not getting that vitamin D, you could have a deficiency. Um, And also the darker days will like make you overproduce that melatonin. Right. So it's like you're feeling just, you could be feeling sluggish or just like more, um, honestly, just kind of down at this time of year. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know it, not everybody, but like you definitely reduce your act like, okay, I was reading that wrong. I'm so sorry. I was going to say reduced activity and then reduce. I mean, you you do have reduced activity. Like you do less stuff because of the weather. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I know that when I, say that. Yeah, when I don't do things for like two days, I start to get kind of depressed because I feel really isolated. No, that 100% makes sense. And it's like, why would you want to go outside when it's freezing mm-hmm. or snowing? But then when you're inside for so long, you just kind of start to feel like, A, like you said, isolated. You feel mm-hmm. like unproductive or something. Like I haven't gone outside because there's just all these stigmas associated with like not going outside. Not after mm-hmm. COVID though, stay inside. Um, but it just has a lot of actual like physical effects on your body and the chemicals in your brain. Also, once you have experienced that before and you now you're the season's coming up again, it can trigger like these negative feelings mm-hmm. and this almost like weariness of the season change because you're like, I do not want to feel like that again. Yeah. And then you almost kind of like start to like mm-hmm. like dread it. Like feel it. Yeah. yeah, Like dread it, like feel it ahead of time and start to struggle with it even before it happens. Mm -hmm. There's like no conclusive science about why people feel that way, but I feel like that's why it's such a hard thing. That's why depression is so difficult because it's different for everyone, depending on where you live, what your environment is like, what your life is like, how often you get outside, what your body is like. There's just so many factors that go into it. 
that I could never even say to someone like, this is why you're depressed. This is the cause of it. But I think what's important is that it could be a lot of different factors. So you may need to try a lot of things in order to feel better. You know, like one thing might not work because it might be a combination of things. Uh, One thing might make you feel a little bit better, but it's not going to fully, you know, uh, solve the issue. If one thing doesn't work, that doesn't mean that nothing will work. There's still an opportunity for it to get better. There's still always one more thing to try, but it's really hard to, to really pinpoint the issue is what I'm trying to get at. So I'm going to list some of the symptoms that I've struggled with, with depression and also seasonal depression. These aren't, this is not the end all be all list. There's a lot of different symptoms for depression. And I think it's really hard to say that there is even a common set of problems because it really is so different, but I've struggled with oversleeping. I've struggled with under eating, but also I know that other people will struggle with overeating, especially for seasonal affective disorder. I really go into social withdrawal and isolate myself. Uh, I am uncharacteristically irritated. I notice that I can easily spiral into negative thought patterns. I feel a sense of worthlessness or hopelessness about my life. And I have more difficulty concentrating and just overall I have low energy. And these are some symptoms that also may affect you even if you aren't quite depressed. I think it's just the season changing affects everyone a little bit. It's okay. But the same tactics that can be used to combat a little bit of mood mood change can also be used to combat a lot of seasonal affective disorder because depression is a spectrum. And if you are struggling with depression, you're not different from someone who's not struggling with depression. You just aren't firing all of the same chemicals, but you have the ability to fire all those same chemicals. Uh, And it can, it's really only classified as a serious illness if it greatly affects your life and is chronic. Um, That doesn't mean that you won't experience negative feelings sometimes, but if you do experience those, that doesn't mean that you're depressed either. So you should really consider if it is affecting your life over and over again daily. And if it's like really getting in the way of you living your best life, then it's something that you can maybe seek to get help for. And if you're just a little bit down, then we have, then hopefully like you can take something from this episode about just how to feel a little bit better overall or just be there for someone who is struggling with depression. I totally agree with all of that. And so, or you're talking about depression being a spectrum and how there's of course like general depression or something that's chronic and Mm -hmm. something that's not just affected by the seasons And then of course there's seasonal depression. Mm -hmm. And so I know like you were saying that you feel both, but sometimes they can like be a little bit different. So would you say, how is this year different than like previous years? Because I think, you know, in previous years, like maybe the overall depression has affected you more throughout the entire year. And like this year, 2021 calendar year, you know, hasn't been, as severe, like we've talked about in previous episodes. And then, so do you feel like you're feeling the effects of seasonal depression more now? And does it feel different than just a regular onset of like a bad period? Because Mm -hmm. I know like I get that where it's like, I will have a lot of anxiety because I'm just going through like a really low point with my mental health, or it'll be like, oh, I feel like something, some outer force is like affecting this. And Mm -hmm. it does like feel a little bit different sometimes. Yeah. And I just wanted to start by saying that, you know, there might be some triggering things coming up. So if you do struggle with, you know, the more triggering aspects of depression, mainly like suicidal thoughts, then I think that it would be good to turn off here or at least prepare yourself. So I just wanted to give that warning. We can always throw in quickly the timestamps. Anyone so to listen let to? Let me just say that. So skip ahead to 4630 in the podcast if you want to keep listening for more tips about how to feel better and want to skip this the story part more. 
So to answer your question, yeah, I haven't really been experiencing depression much this past year. Since maybe like February, I've, my mental health has been slowly increasing to where depression doesn't affect my life anymore. And so I have a type of depression, at least this is what I was diagnosed with, that is called dysthymia. And dysthymia is mild chronic depression where it will affect my everyday life a little bit and always kind of be there, but it is pretty mild and usually is not accompanied by suicidal thoughts that often. However, uh, another thing that I've learned is that depression can kind of double up on itself. So if you have something like dysthymia or seasonal affective disorder, and then you're also going through a depressed time in your life, it can kind of double up and make you feel even more depressed, which when I was living in DC, this is what kind of happened where I already am prone to depression and kind of have been throughout my life. But at a time when there was just a lot of stress because of the pandemic, because I didn't like my situation or my job, the depression kind of doubled up and made it even harder to a point where it did push me to have suicidal thoughts. This was during the winter time. So I don't even know if it got worse because it was pretty much just as bad in the summertime as it was in the wintertime. The only thing I noticed was that it was actually less pressure in the winter because I could isolate and feel less guilty about it. Whereas in the summer, I felt guilty like laying in bed during the warm days. But this year, since I haven't been depressed all year, when seasonal depression just started to hit, I really noticed it and started like last week. uh, And I just noticed it because I think like I started getting out of work uh, and it was dark outside and I started, you know, leaving and it was like still getting light outside and just that lack of vitamin D and that kind of feeling of like things coming to an end affected me a little bit. And I noticed that I was just really negative and I was having a really hard time getting out of that thought pattern and feeling like everyone around me was really irritating, even though they weren't doing anything different than what they had normally done. And at first it was really jarring because I was like, whoa, like, why am I being like this? Like, I am so negative today. This is like really out, out of the blue. And after a week of feeling kind of similar, I realized that this is actually seasonal depression coming to kick me in the ass. It kind of hit me when I was being irritated at my partner and he was like, this is really not like you. Like, are you okay? Like, are you doing all right? I've like never seen you act like this before. And it made me realize that I, that something had shifted, something had shifted in me and it was my mood and probably I had a little bit less serotonin running through my brain. I think one thing that's really nice is that because I was so aware of it, I was able to kind of step back and be like, this isn't something I'm doing wrong. This is just a normal part of the year. And it's not, it's not my fault, but I also need to be a lot more aware of it. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. Like you of course, we're going to notice it really coming on. And as weird as it sounds, sometimes that's like almost a good sign because you're like, oh, I was like doing really well. And sometimes you can kind of forget or like, I don't know, maybe, I don't know if you feel this way, but like you're doing really well and uh, like mentally and you like take it for granted and then things like start to get bad again. And you're like, damn, I was doing really well. And I like, didn't even, but because like you kind of feel normal, you're like, oh, it's just like, I feel normal. I feel good. And so of course, like when this happens, you're going to notice it and be like, I just get that feeling of being like, like, I really don't want it to like get bad again. And I think what you're saying about like, just knowing that it's, ha- it has to do with something that's going on, like an outside force, something that's going on with the seasons changing and the low light levels. And like, not to say that that's the only thing causing it, but you can pinpoint a reason. Whereas like a lot of times with mental illness, anyone who struggles knows that it can literally come on 
and get bad again for no reason. Or like maybe something that you really can't figure out. Like maybe there is a reason, some sort of chemical imbalance in your brain that's caused by something, but you just like can't really figure it out. And it just feels super like hopeless, kind of like you were saying, where you're just like, I don't understand why this is happening again. Like nothing has changed. And so it's kind of nice to know and have that feeling of like, okay, things are changing and that's why this is happening. And it almost makes it feel a little bit more like, or it, maybe for you, it makes it feel more manageable. Yeah. Um, like I can like be something more aware that you can, of it. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I think it's just take, because there is such like, a contrast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. That makes how I felt before sense. and how I feel now that it's, yeah. It alerts me to like, oh, something is actually wrong instead of like, okay, I feel a little bit worse. My mental right. health isn't improving at all. What's going on? You yeah. Know? Like same, same to a different day. Like, yeah, yeah, it's bad. Yeah. But yeah, well, first and foremost, that sucks. And I'm sorry that like that's happening. And I know a lot of people can relate to that, especially seasonal depression is so common, like you were saying, mm-hmm. that and and i'm sure and i think like a lot of people obviously know that like it's it's so destigmatized and i think that's an interesting like thing i mean we don't have to go fully into that we could talk about the stigmas of mental health for hours but because people who don't have mental illness can understand it they can mm-hmm. understand the cause um it doesn't have as much of a stigma i think and that's yeah. why it's so widely talked about yeah i think so too and you know when all those people start getting better and then you don't, it's like, what's wrong with you? You know? Yeah. And it's like, you know, it's summer. It's you summer should be happy. You should be happy. Yeah, exactly. Also, because it's so much easier to hide it in the wintertime. Like if you're, yeah. it, everyone is inside more, but you're just feeling even more isolated. And when you're able to go outside, you choose not to, yeah. you know, or it's yeah. a lot harder to like, get out of bed and do those things. It's a lot harder to keep up with people. Like I just noticed that during the winter, I just like keep up with people way less. Yeah. I think it's just really important that you're talking about like the differences between a chronic illness and Mm -hmm. something like this, because like you're saying, they're both types of depression, but if someone is dealing with depression at another time of the year, it doesn't mean it's worse or makes you more bad. Like less mentally stable or something. It's just like, there's just because you can't see a reason or you can't see why that's happening to them. You know, someone who maybe doesn't understand. I just think it should be like more normalized, which is obviously like, you know, I I think everything that we're pushing for. Yeah. I think when you have just seasonal affective disorder, it's easier to be like, Hey, I'm not coming into work today because like, Oh, I don't feel good. Cause like, it's easier to get sick in the winter or mm-hmm. like the roads are bad and right. or whatever. And so like, it's easier to cancel plans or work or whatever, you know, use that as a cover up. But then in the summer, it's like, I don't, you don't really have a, as many excuses to fall behind. Maybe COVID has helped that a little bit where you can just be like, Hey, I don't feel well. Can I like leave? Which I have done before and realized that it's actually mental health related and not right. actually Jackie's like I did that today literally did that today uh, yeah because a lot of COVID s- symptoms are like kind of similar to like mental health sim- symptoms like you know I have a headache and I'm fatigued and my breathing isn't great it's like that happens when I'm depressed too but also it could be COVID so that's scary right also I could be pregnant because it feels like every single thing could just be pregnancy everything like, it's so annoying every, every single time you look up you're pregnant. You're like, I'm not probably. Thank you for asking. I can relate to you about how, like, I, I definitely do get a little bit of seasonal depression, like just with the low light, shorter hours of sun during the day definitely affects me. It's not quite as much, but what really gets me is summer anxiety. (laughs) That's what really sends me over the edge, which like you're saying, it's like harder to be like, Oh, I don't want to go out because my mental health like my mental illness or my mental health is not that great in the summer because everyone's like, it's summer. Like you should be happy. I'm like, no, I don't want to do anything because it's a, a million degrees outside B there's people everywhere. When people say like, (laughs) I'm just going to go on a rant. When people are like, it's such a nice day outside and it's a hundred degrees, not a cloud in the sky. That is my personal hell. 
That is not such a nice day. If you think that, I'm concerned. I'm concerned. But it's stressful because they'll be like, oh, let's go to the park on this day because it's so nice out. And first and foremost, it's going to be hot. The aforementioned heat is, is enough for me to say no to that. But then also because so many people are out here thinking that that's a nice day, that there's like a million people at the park and heat and crowds are all really not my, not my game, not for me. So summer is like not the one thing I do love about summer is sitting on a patio and drinking a whatever, drinking a drink because you have everything around you that you would need. You have water, food, a drink. What, what more could you ask for? But I, I get what you're saying. Like I will cancel plans a lot in the summer or I will stay inside a lot in the summer. Like I simply will not get a tan because I get really triggered. Like jokes aside, I'm really triggered by like heat and crowds and lots of people being outside and lots of dogs and kids and all this like commotion going on. It's just a lot for me. And so I almost feel like when it's a cloudy day or something, I will, I'll go outside. I'll go to the park. I'll do all this stuff because everyone's like so gloomy out today. Like I don't want to do anything. And I'm like, Oh, I'm going to be out. I'm going to be out doing everything I've been needing to do, but it's been over a hundred degrees. So I was not going. That's just to say, I mean, all that being said, it's just that seasonal affective disorder doesn't have to be just associated with winter. And Mm -hmm. it's also super common in other major seasons, I guess, summer and winter. So if this is you, if you've related to any of this, help. we are here to give some tips and tricks. Of course, this is no replacement for a mental health professional um, talking with your doctor or anything like that. If this feels like something chronic or like Jackie said, it's really affecting your life day to day. This is just things that we've done and can do, especially like speaking specifically to this season that we're going into, things that can help you feel better this season mm-hmm. and just not, you know, not, I mean, you can't force yourself, but you just have to try it. Like Jackie was saying before, you just have to try mm-hmm. because yeah. it sucks to just sit there and feel that, you know, like it's just, yeah, you don't have to try and there's no even reason to try, but you could, cause there's not really much else to do. <laughs> so should we cut out the part before when you said you have to try <laughs> <laughs> every single thing and you just have to try no, another thing, about another when thing. I was- which part are we leaving in? <laughs> I was just thinking about when I was depressed when people were like you have to like try to get better I'd be like why though like why I could also just like right end it and it'd be the same you know I feel like that's the depression talking though right <laughs> that's 100% <laughs> the depression talking yeah so I was just trying to appeal to us us talking in our um you know better mental health state is that mm-hmm. it's not your fault but you can always just try one thing, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Just give it one chance. And especially if this is the only type of depression that you experience is just seasonal depression. It's going to, there's like certain things. Yeah. There's certain things that can really like keep that at bay. Mm -hmm. And, and also just that it will end because it's just Mm -hmm. the season. So, right. You know, if you're like, wow, this is really bad. Be like, okay, I can just wait one more month or I can just wait two more months. Like it's not that yeah, it's, it's not going to be forever. So I, I feel like the best thing that you could do is just for one week, jot down on your phone or just like a journal when you start feeling bad. Like if maybe it's at the same time every day, maybe it's right when you wake up, maybe it's right before you go to sleep. Maybe it's when it's colder out. Maybe it's when it gets dark out. Maybe it's I don't know when it starts to snow. It, there's so many reasons why like you might start to feel more depressed. Jot them down because if there's any patterns that you can see, it's going to be way easier to tackle it up front. Yeah. Like anything that is going to just help, like you were saying, boost your serotonin, like maybe get even a little bit more vitamin D, which is a lot of times that deficiency alone is really what's contributing to like low energy and feelings of like depressive feelings. And so trying to get outside even a little bit, even if that doesn't feel possible, I know for some, like for some people it literally is like, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to get up on anything. Just like opening 
the blinds, like letting light in, just like giving yourself that, at least like the illusion of it in a way, yeah. um, because I know it's not feasible for everybody. And also it's like in some places it's so cold. It's not really like you don't always want to go outside, but some of the more like tangible things are just like getting outside, exercising, eating right, kind of things that we always say that can like help boost your mood and help you feel better. But mm-hmm. you have to remember that that's not always going to be something that you can even feel like you can do. So first and foremost, I think it's like not being too hard on yourself, doing things that make you feel like comfortable and that make you feel good. Like maybe doing like just doing something that you love or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like something that just putting on socks. Honestly, sometimes I'm really depressed, but I just needed to put on socks. Like, is it depression or are my feet cold? I don't know which one it is. <laughs> sometimes it's that. Sometimes it's like, there's like a lot of little things where I'm like, oh man, I'm getting depressed. And then it's like, oh, I'll just drink a glass of water. I was just massively dehydrated. Or like, <laughs> like, like until, I, off. <laughs> until I got a space heater, I was like, I'm depressed as fuck. And then I was like, oh no, I'm just really cold all the time. I'm just really cold. But you just mm-hmm. feel like you can't like mm-hmm. get other things done because yeah. you're so uncomfortable. <laughs> Or like, I'm like, I'm super depressed, but I, all I've eaten that day is like one apple and then I'll eat a real meal and be like, oh, I feel great. Like, oh yeah. My energy just went like way (laughs) up. Yeah. I think it's also nice. And this is for any, I feel like any season going into another season, like I said before, something that I love about changing seasons is that you just get excited for all the things that come with that season. So it can also be good to like, not to be like the kind of person who's like, just focus on like good parts. Like that's not gonna fix it but it's just something to think about like maybe even just, just having enjoy some, yourself just like think positive thoughts just like um maybe stop being so negative and yeah like be just like maybe Could make you just a like, list of gratitude yeah just like be happy you should yeah. try that have you ever tried to actually being just like happy. being happy yeah and that's actually groundbreaking mm-hmm. no but just <laughs> I think the bigger thing is having something mm-hmm. to look forward to a lot of times yeah. can really help with, I mean, for me, that's helped with my mental illness of just like, I'll be really not doing well, but I'm like, I have this thing that I'm really excited for. Yeah. And so there's a lot of great things that I feel like in every season, that's like, oh, I'm so looking forward to this thing. But obviously mm-hmm. winter, a lot of people look forward to like holidays in Colorado, like winter sports, skiing, snowboarding, like people get super excited to do that. Some people love the snow. I put a question mark next to that because I love when <laughs> you it's don't like the heat and you don't like snow. I... What you? do I like? Room temperature. That's why I say inside. <laughs> um, <laughs> room temperature is the perfect temperature. No one can deny that. But no, I love snow, but I like dread driving in it. It gives me a lot oh, of stress. Yeah. Although- no, I mean, I feel that. Shout out to my RAV4. I'm so excited. I have not driven her in the snow yet and I cannot wait. It's going to be a good time, but it might change your entire, I think it might like before I was driving like a 2002 Honda Accord with bald tires. So like it tracks that I wouldn't want to, you know, drive in the snow. And I was going to say that I have a lot of trouble finding things to look forward to in the holiday season because I have never celebrated Christmas. Like I don't have, like, I feel like a lot of people are like, oh my God, Christmas, like the season's coming up. Like, I think it's because you associate Christmas and that time with like all these good feelings of like being with family and getting fun gifts and just like Christmas music and Christmas movies and all this stuff I don't have those associations right between Thanksgiving and New Year's there's like not really that much yeah that we are super excited about so I've just been kind of like trying to do like seasonal things that like I can look forward to and I feel like making traditions with yourself could be a really good thing. This is just something I just realized recently. If you make a tradition with yourself, then you can look forward to doing it every single year. Like with one of my ex-boyfriends, we had this tradition of like every year on Thanksgiving, we'd have a pie contest and like we'd bake a pie and whoever had the best pie won. And that was like really exciting for me because it's like, oh, I can really look forward to like beating him that year or whatever and like making a better pie. And (laughs) I was just really competitive about pie. Um, And and like, I feel like having those new traditions, even if you have to make a new one every time because it doesn't stick, I feel like they can feel 
like something to look forward to with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's great because you're right. Like not everyone celebrates Christmas and that's why I, I like, don't want to be like, Oh my, like, how could you be upset? It's Christmas. Like that's just so inconsiderate one. And two, it's like also Christmas is not a happy time for everybody. That's like mm-hmm. pretty well known that that's not always uh, a good feeling for people. And some people don't even celebrate it. Like you were just saying. And mm-hmm. so it's not all about like, Oh, like, how could you be sad during this time? Like it's the Christmas season. It's like, well, yeah, it's really exciting for people who celebrate Christmas because there's all these, like you said, all these mm-hmm. fun things, but having your own tradition, something that's exciting. Like I also love new year's Eve. Like it's so fun. I love just a party with like confetti and glitter and champagne. Like I just love Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. And I think just as a general, no, it's like having these things to look forward to in whatever season it is. Like for me all summer, I just look forward to fall and that's what gets me through. (laughs) Yeah. but Me too. too. I'm the same way. Fall is the perfect time of year. September's right around the corner, baby. Like we're coming up. Like it might not be over hundred this month. Yeah, September. No, and October I just like, think there's like always the something. Months. Like, yeah, August is an absolute hellhole. Over one hundred, like twenty days of the month. Shocking. Um, <laughs> and last but not least, my birthday's in December. How so, could you yeah. possibly be sad? <laughs> the month of Nicole's birthday. Just kidding, guys. Um, just December- kidding. But I do obviously like I obviously look forward to that. December is a good birthday month. Yeah, I like it. It's like because you can kind of reflect Christmas, on my birthday's can, ten days before Christmas. <laughs> it can ref, you can kind of reflect on the year, you know, like when you when I have a birthday, I'm like, okay, how was this last year? But it's in September, so it's like I'm thinking about like before December when I was like a completely different person because I changed immaculately on January first, and <laughs> <laughs> but like when when your birthday is in December, you're like how did I change this year? And it's the fiscal year. So kind of lucky. Not the fiscal year. (laughs) I'm dead. (laughs) She's a corporate girl. (laughs) Well, I am the calendar right now. (laughs) Jackie used her PGA to record this episode. (laughs) So now we're going to get into a little bit more tangible things that you can actually do, which these work for depression as well. But I feel like the spotlight is always on like if you can't do these things yet don't force yourself to just focus on like getting out of bed being okay figuring out how to get help figuring out how to just like get food in your body get some sleep and do the things they need to do but if you want to go a little bit more past that I think that we can really start with food and eating in general So actually one of the things, this is really interesting for Thanksgiving, I think one of the things that converts to serotonin in your brain is tryptophan, which is found in high protein foods, especially Turkey, but also salmon, I just learned. So if you're not a vegetarian uh, and you eat meat or fish, you can eat Turkey or salmon or tryptophan is like just an amino acid that will convert directly to serotonin in your brain. But also just like, I think that it is important to eat for the season, all these really fun seasonal vegetables in the winter, like squashes. And I think Brussels sprouts are kind of like a fallish one. And you have, what are some winter fruits? Like pomegranates are kind of like fall to winter, which are really great. Eating in season can be really fun because then you can look forward to cooking these seasonal dishes and really get into like the seasonal spirit. And then obviously exercise. I'm always going to say that exercise is the best combater of depression. Is that a word? If you can exercise outside, that's even better. But just like any kind of exercise, just light exercise even is going to help you get through that season and release good brain chemicals. It's also going to help you sleep and regulate your melatonin a little bit better when it's maybe having some trouble regulating, or you could just drink like a gallons of coffee every day so that your melatonin never releases. That also works. Mm. (laughs) I'm like, guys, take that one with a grain of salt. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's like, honestly, when you're cold, it like, I know that I am more depressed when I'm cold and I don't want to do anything, you know, you're like, I just want to, I just want to lay in bed and like die. So (laughs) 
<laughs> You're like, you guys get it. Um, <laughs> you guys know the feeling. No, I I hear you. And like, it's, it really can change your mood. Like, mm-hmm. honestly. Being cold, just cha- being it, warm. Like, after being cold, you're like, I'm a yeah, different person. I feel so good. Yeah. Yeah. I will become like a complete monster if I'm too hot, like in the summer. Or even if I'm like so cold, I'm just like, I don't mm-hmm. want to talk to anybody. Like, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to move at all because if I move at all, it's going to be painfully cold. Honestly, just try to stay in room temp at all times this <laughs> winter, people. Don't become uncomfortable. <laughs> don't push yourself out of your comfort zone at all. <laughs> that's the way to get better now um really this is just like Mm -hmm. kind of a the I think the biggest takeaway is really that like this is temporary for people who are dealing with it that this is the only like time of year that you experience depression it's super great that you can look forward and say like it's only temporary Mm -hmm. and that's everything I mean with everything everything is only temporary it's a great thing to remember yeah when things are rough you know and if you do have it every year and you know every year that it's going to come one thing that you can like say to kind of keep yourself a little bit more positive about it what I'm trying to bring into this winter season is that this is a chance to really understand my depression even better and to figure out how to make myself feel the best that I can and I know that it seems like, okay, why do I have to do this extra thing just to feel okay? For a while, that was my attitude with it. It's like, okay, why me? Why do I have to work this hard? But after dealing with depression for so many years, I've, I've dealt with depression for probably, how old am I? Oh my God. Okay. Oh, like 10 years now. Jesus Christ. I was like, I'm 21. So since I was 11, that doesn't seem right. <laughs> um, Dude, do you ever just like think you're still 21 yeah almost all the all time, the time. Yeah. it's painful um, <laughs> I felt like I turned 21 and then I just stayed that and then randomly mm-hmm. someone was like no you're 27 and I was like mother <laughs> when did that you're happen not, you're not even 27 yet well you know in like, December <laughs> in December people put it on your calendars do not forget <laughs> anyway so after dealing with depression for around 10 years now what I've learned is that this has made me a stronger person where when I, life is good, where when I am happy, I can really enjoy it to the most or to the fullest extent because I know what it's like to be in that dark place. And I can also feel so proud of how far I've come and how I've pulled myself from those trenches to actually live a life that I am impressed with to do things that I thought I would never be able to do and to keep carrying on against all odds. So even if it is something you're dreading that you think that you're going to struggle with, there's always the idea that you are learning how to make yourself proud. Yeah. Yeah. You're just, you, you can always take something that's really tough and turn it into like a learning experience or just say, what is this thing teaching me? And that's obviously easier said than done. But I think if you can just try to look at it with that mindset, like what is this hard experience teaching me? It can actually like start to feel a little less daunting and you can kind of, instead of trying to like just push it away, you can kind of accept it and then take the steps to like manage it. Yeah, exactly. I think that's a good note to end on. Great. Yes. This well, was fun, guys. If it We're is so something, happy. if it is something that you're dealing with, I hope that it's easy this year. If you need any, uh, ooh, could be fun to do like a like traditions episode where we like just talk, like think of like yeah. a bunch of like winter traditions that you can do. Yeah, like, and then have people write theirs in. That would be so fun. Actually, think, yeah. So like maybe we'll do that. And so if you're thinking about like what can I do to actually make this season pop out. And like feel like something I'm excited for rather than dreading. Maybe we can give you a few tips in the future. A few things to look forward to. So hope that you stay mentally healthy. Don't be afraid to ask for help. And it'll be fun. In a little. 
<laughs> yeah, things will get better. We're so glad to be back on the air with everybody. Thanks so much for listening. You can find us on social media. Uh, so good so far podcast on Instagram. Um, I'm at Nicole Pilgrim on Instagram. I'm at Jackie's Attic. And we also have a TikTok if you want to follow it at So Good So Far Podcast. <laughs> yeah. This is our podcast at the end. <laughs> at So Good So Far Podcast. Yeah, we're just working on content for that. Uh, once we get the episodes back on track, <laughs> we will be putting out TikToks. Once our well. life just stops being madness. Absolute freaking chaos. I feel it's like it's like becoming it's less for, over for every podcast once we it is once, once we, we get, get it together. Yeah. Once we get back on our yeah. back on our bullshit. Today I looked in the mirror and I was like, I'm really back on my Steve Jobs bullshit. <laughs> I'm wearing a black turtleneck. Black I was pants. wondering who you reminded me of right now. I literally wearing look Apple like Steve headphones. Jobs. <laughs> I know. I'm wearing Apple headphones from like 2007. In a bun, <laughs> so it's like not even long hair. Oh, my hair is done. Oh, well, it's in a ponytail. Um, anyway. Um, well, well, we'll catch you next time. Yeah, we'll be back next week. Hopefully. With I never really know. Yeah, hopefully finger, cross your fingers. We've, we've been thinking we've been lining up episodes. So hopefully we'll yeah, we like to keep you guys on your toes, but we will probably be back next week with another episode, which we planned and I've forgotten the topic. So it's gonna be a surprise <laughs> to all of us. <laughs> All right. To everyone involved. (laughs) All right. Well, we'll catch you guys next week. Have a good week. It's been so so good good so so far. far. Remember how we used to have to clap at the beginning so that we would Mm -hmm. know that our audience (laughs) were going to line up?